0: What's up, my horror movie motherfuckers? Yes, it is Friday, man, and I <clears throat> I gotta say again, man, that chainsaw really gets my fucking weekend going. I don't know, I mean, is that fucking sick? Is that, like, demented or something? Or, I could just like fucking horror movies. <laughs> you know, who knows? But, uh, man, welcome to another horror movie hood review with your guy, t Sean. Hope everybody has had a wonderful fucking week. Um, Hope you have a better fucking weekend. As I always say, smoke a lot of weed. Watch some horror movies. Get some head. Give some head. Do what you do, man. But be safe. Everybody be safe, man, because we care about you. Definitely care about you. And appreciate our listeners all over the world. We uh, did a little... A statistic thing and and we are all over the world in forty seven countries and from a guy just starting from being bored, having agoraphobia severe p t s d social anxiety shut in his house to doing a little podcast now it's grown it's forty seven countries and that's because of you guys, man. So fucking thank you so fucking much, guys. From the bottom of my heart, man. I, I really appreciate it. We're really doing some some good things. <clears throat> uh, and I'd like to start out this Friday with a spooky fucking story. Uh a partner of mine, we were talking, and he he asked about if I was gonna do any more haunted or spooky stories or uh anything like that. And I told him, you know, we usually I usually wait till around Halloween time to do stuff like that. But you know what? Fuck it. It's a horror movie shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's scary. It's you know, and this is definitely a horrifying fucking situation. Excuse me. And if you listen to me, on a regular basis, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, that's how I classify a horror movie. Is if it's terrifying and a horrifying experience, then yeah, it's a fucking horror movie, man. And yeah, this this story is crazy. Okay. It starts out, my buddy, uh, he he said not to say his name, but he knows who he is. He he's, he's listening. So, but he, him and his uh, wife, they're getting ready to go out, you know, go out to eat, have a good time. Actually, they're going to go watch somebody perform. And they're leaving their two youngest at home, which when I say youngest, one's 16, one's 13, uh, or 12. One of the two, I mean, they're, you know, they're, Able to stay at home by themselves. And they leave. <clears throat> and when they get to uh get done with their dinner, uh getting ready to go and watch this performance, they get a call from their kids, and they are tripping the fuck out and saying that they need to come home uh one of the one of the girls are crying and and just freaked the fuck out so of course, as a parent, what are you gonna do? you're gonna go to fuck home and so that's that's what they did. They went on ahead and took the loss on the concert and went back to the house and as they walk in the house, the girl still like crying the younger one and the the older one is is freaked the fuck out. And she will not go into the living room. So my buddy and his wife, you know, they're like, what the fuck is going on? And she tells, she, the daughter proceeds to tell my buddy that they were sitting around. They were watching a horror movie (laughs) and decided to play with a Ouija board that they had made. Now, again, if you've listened to this show, you know how I feel about that shit, dude. Fuck a Ouija board, fuck a any of that, dude. Like I don't, I don't fuck with that. That's opening the doors to some unbelievable shit, and things can come through. I mean, if you don't believe it, doesn't matter. It still, I mean, it still does happen. I've been a witness to it. I've experienced it. So they, they made this Ouija board and they started having this, you know, talking to the Ouija board and they said that the Ouija board that they made really worked, really fucking worked. And so first, you know, my buddy's like, what the fuck are y'all doing messing with a Ouija board anyway? What, what, what in your mind possessed you to make one of these fucking things? And they, oh, we just wanted to see, somebody told us at school, they seen this movie, and uh, the movie's Weeja, you know, uh, and it, it just, I guess, as a kid, I, I wanted to know shit like that too, but in today's society, it's all over. Like, you know what the fuck a Ouija board does, man, why would you do that? So, it, right, it's too late to really, really, you know, I guess getting their ass about it because they've already done it. So, you know, my buddy asked them, what did you, what's going on? What scared you? The oldest daughter said that they were in the living room and behind the youngest daughter, they had, they had the lights down and had these candles lit To add to the fucking fire, I guess. And she said that she's seen this probably as tall as a ceiling. So probably, you know, eight foot ceiling, nine foot ceiling, something like that. A a mist, a black mist behind her sister as they were talking and communicating with this boy. And... She immediately just just freaked out and started looking up well the youngest the younger one turns around and looks she sees the same fucking thing, but what she sees is a she said it was the figure of a man, but it looked like he was scribbled was her uh description, so it was yeah like a black mist like a uh but just enough for her to see that it was a man and so my buddy tells him he's like you know if you play with this shit you're gonna see stuff like that I mean this stuff is no joke don't, don't mess with it anymore he takes the Ouija board fucking rips it up throws it a fucking way and they think that everything is over with for a week straight the youngest daughter would not go to sleep. And I'm talking seven fucking days, man, of not being able to go to sleep. She was scared to go to sleep during the daytime. She was scared to go to sleep, terrified to go to sleep at night. And the younger one, uh, the older one, excuse me, tells her dad, that my buddy, that she has heard her sister talking to this damn ghost or or what a spirit whatever it is. And so now she's she's freaked the fuck out and the, and the kid won't go to sleep. And it got them so frustrated to where she could not go to sleep. They ended up taking her to a a doctor and they basically the doctor asked what what what's causing this what's going on so they tell him the story about the wheezy board the doctor freaks out the doctor fucking freaks out and he tells them you guys should not play with that type shit and they do and so he tells them i'm gonna give her a little i'm gonna give her some medication to help her sleep and just do not let her watch horror movies do not let her uh Definitely no more messing with the Ouija board and all this. So they go home. Uh, the first night they get back home, the, the youngest daughter, she sleeps, actually goes to sleep. Sleeps for, for almost 24 hours. They let her stay out of school and just let her sleep. And, uh, you know, I can understand that shit. But So when she wakes up, she's she's fine. She's, you know, she's cool, and I think he said about three days later, he hears a screaming from both the girls' bedrooms, and he run. He don't know which way to run, so his wife goes to the sixteen-year-old. He goes to the twelve-year-old or 13, However, I, I'm not sure if she's twelve or thirteen, one or two, but uh, goes running in, and and, and she is literally set up in her fucking bed pointing in the corner and my buddy said he's seen the shit he's seen a a tall very tall almost to the ceiling shadow but it looked like somebody had had scratch like uh how you how you do shading or whatever on a picture with a pencil that's how it was and but he didn't see a man and it freaked him out. So they not even being of, uh, they're, they're really not uh, God-fearing people. I mean, he even said, you know, he's like, man, I really don't believe in that stuff. And it, it they went to a church. They actually got turned down by a church saying that, it would, you know, they're not a member. That there's nothing that they can do, which I think is bullshit. Anyway, you know, if 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 anybody comes to you with a spiritual problem and you you are in a uh, a godly position, you know, to help these people, yeah, you know, you're obligated. You are fucking obligated to do that shit, man, to help that person, and they didn't, and so they ended up having to go and literally get a buddy of theirs who was a deacon in a church. He came and he, he blessed the house, but he also brought a priest with it. And it was a, a buddy of his. Uh, he actually started out going to sem- seminary school to become a priest. But he just went to the 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 uh, pastor's side. For a non-denominational church, so he brings the priest and they do this half exorcism, blessing the house, cleansing the house, and it worked. It worked. And my buddy said that he hasn't seen anything or heard anything since. Uh, their Their daughters are grown now. This has been, you know, a few years back. They're they're you know they're grown, and they they still to this day. When I was talking to him on the phone. His youngest was there. And she's like eighteen, I believe now. So, uh, right or right at eighteen, but she remembers every fucking bit of it, man. So, just uh, yeah, I, man, guys, leave the fucking Ouija boards alone. Even if you want to do a, a, like a an EVP session to see if your house is haunted. That's still like a Ouija board. That's opening a door to communicate with a spirit. So anything can come through. So, yeah, guys, leave that shit alone. Learn the lesson. Leave that shit alone. But, all right. So I had to tell that story because, I mean, honestly, man, when he told me, I got chills. I got chills all over my fucking body and, like, Yeah, I... (laughs) I had my pistol next. Like, what the... I don't know what a fucking pistol is gonna do against a ghost, but I had my shit. I had my shit, so... But, uh, yeah, man, guys, don't... Don't don't even get into that water. Don't even fuck with that shit. Because, I mean, man, you never know. You never know what comes out of there, man. I mean, that shit can... It can fuck you up. So, yeah. So, guys... Today, we are going to be, we're going to jump on into what, what you guys came for, is to hear me review a fucking movie, and we are going to be reviewing one of my favorites, one that I was probably 11, 12, around this time when I seen the movie, scared the fucking shit out of me, scared me, like even driving through through the woods, much less a cornfield, is the 1984 horror classic Children of the Corn. And it's based off of Stephen King's novel. Uh, and uh, it has uh, Peter Horton, which was, uh, he, he's played in Side Out, played in a, a few other movies, uh, Linda Linda Hamilton, of course, that's Terminator, uh, played in a ton more movies, uh, has Courtney Gaines, which uh, Courtney Gaines is played in. He's Malachi in in this movie, which plays a hell of a part. Uh, he's been in the Burbs. He's uh, he was in Colors, the the movie Colors with, with Sean Penn and Robert Duvall. Like yeah, but uh, saying so play plays a plays a hell of a character. But uh, it, it's just it, it's it's about a couple who. The, the main guy, uh, Peter Horton, he's graduated from med school and his girlfriend is Linda Hamilton. She wakes him up and she's got the, uh, Lunar Lena. Thank you for joining the podcast. What's up? Much love talking about children of the corn, but, uh, so they're celebrating, uh, Bert's graduation from fucking doctor, you know he's he's a doctor, and they're driving up to Washington, and from California, so they have to drive through Nebraska. And when they get through, going through Nebraska, they kind of get lost a little bit get get turned, you know, turned around. They're driving down this road, and the whole time you 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 know they you see this kid who actually, uh, Job, uh, or no, it wasn't even Job. I think, uh, I think his name was Joseph, but it was, uh, Jonas Marlowe is who plays the, that character and he gets caught trying to leave and somebody fucks him up, cuts his throat. He's walking out in the middle of the road. Uh, what's up, man, the temperature is up, it is up, it feels fucking good today, and, uh, so, uh, so that's, that's their, you know, their, they see this boy coming out into the road, and they, man, they fucking hit him, nail his fucking ass, and so it, you know, it freaks Linda, you know, Linda Hamilton out, which I think her name's Vicky, uh, which is easy to remember as my mom's name, so, uh, uh Yeah, man, walking with your throat slit—like they got him. I, they may not have got the jugular, you know what I mean. But dude was definitely—he was definitely done. He was definitely fucked up. But uh, so you know they're freaking out. They're uh, of course Bert Peter Horton gets out the car. He goes back. He you know he's a doctor. He's looking. He sees that the fucking you know the kid's throat slit. And you know they are—they're not really the ones. They're probably the ones who killed his fucking ass. Yeah, trust me, I'm a doctor. Yeah, but uh, and so Linda Hamilton, she's freaked the fuck out. She's like, "Please tell me it's an animal." No, bitch, y'all hit a kid. You hit a children of the corn, and you just don't fucking know it. So they get back. They, you know, they they get back in there. And leave the the fucking kid covered the fuck up. I guess they're going to go get help. And they start uh, driving to try to find some kind of civilization to where they can use a fucking phone. And end up coming to a town. um, Honestly, I can't even remember the name of the fucking town. But. It's Children of the Fucking Corntown. We'll tell it like that. I think it's Galveston. Uh, Gal, One of the two. I think it's Galveston. So they pull in, and all they see is fucking kids, not knowing that early to start the fucking movie, all the parents, all these kids and shit, have done plotted to kill all the parents. For, for Isaac and Malachi. And Isaac is this little goofy motherfucker. I would have beat Isaac's fucking ass. Bottom line, Isaac would have had it. And Isaac is played by John Franklin. And John Franklin actually played, uh, in Child's Play 1, he played Chucky. He was one of the, the dressed up characters, small, that was, uh, I think he was breaking out of the fireplace. When, uh, his ass got set on fire. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, so, anyway, yeah, it's, uh, so, yeah, they're, they're, they're killing all these parents, which, I don't give a fuck, dude. Like, if it's a bunch of kids, motherfucker, y'all better come with it. You better come with more than damn... Kaiser blades and fucking knives. You better have some pistols because I'm going to beat your ass and give you the whooping that you need. Now, none of these kids have been disciplined. You know, like, they, they ain't got no discipline to them, man. So they're killing their fucking parents off and they're going to take over the town. And because he who walks behind the fucking rose, and, you know, tells Malachi. and uh, No, nah, man, like, that's, yeah. And that's 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 fucked up. And the crazy thing is, there's probably some motherfucking little cults like that out there everywhere. They just ain't killed all their goddamn parents. So, <laughs> uh, they drive into to Galveston, and they see that it's fucking abandoned. They're surrounded by corn. They, you know, they're they're like, "What the fuck is going on, man? We ain't seen nowhere." So they run up on these two these. Two kids and the doctor, uh, the doctor, Bert or whatever, you know, he gets out and goes and chases after him and try they're trying to find a phone and it gets to where these kids are going to ambush them because they're adults. So they, they've got something against adults. Maybe they were disciplined too much. You know, well maybe a a cornstalk in the ass or something. I don't fucking know. Something ruined their day. So uh, it goes over to it, it. It switches over and it shows uh, Dale from the the only gas station in town. Yeah, always. <laughs> it's always the parents' fault, man. I swear. I. <laughs> but they. It's like back then, kids, kids didn't really act like that. So in '84, to see some shit like this, I was still worried. Like, man, I wouldn't try to kill my fucking my daddy. Beat my ass, you know. My dad's Italian. My mom's Irish and Italian. So yeah, I'm getting fucked up both ways. I'm, I'm done. But the, you know, these kids obviously, you know, they killed the blue man, killed the cop, who was was basically on to what the fuck was going on he was going to set the cornfield on fire and they fucked him up hung his ass up on a corn cross bitch you on a corn cross now you're fucked and so as as Vicky and Bert, uh Linda Linda Hamilton and Peter Horton they you know they they get out and see these fucking kids and they chase him down, they go, they they're running. He he faces, he finally sees Malachi, Courtney Gaines, and Malachi's got this fucking knife and shit, and you know, him and Bert go at it in this garage. And what really pissed me off was when they killed fucking Sarge. Man, when they killed a the dog. What the fuck did that dog do to y'all, man? You know what I'm saying? Like, I like dogs more than fucking people. They don't talk. They listen very fucking well. You know what I mean? They're, they're your companions. They don't steal from you. They don't lie to you. But you're going to kill the dog. Serotonin. What's happening? What's happening? Welcome to the podcast. Yeah man, I I hate it when they kill the dog, man. Like dog, fuck that. Kill the person. Is this real life? <laughs> it, let's hope not. <laughs> let's hope it's not real life. But um so they the kids are trying to get uh get a hold of old Peter Horton yeah, let them come on, you tell, you tell children of the corn to come on, because I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna knock some corn down, <laughs> so, uh anyway, they, Malachi is telling them that these, the outlanders, they showed up, they've, uh, <laughs> yeah, Yikes bikes. I don't play. <laughs> but um so yeah, Malachi is basically telling them to get the outlanders. It's these two people and Malachi has told him that they're the ones that hit Joseph. And they're coming to the town and that's those kids mission is to get those those adults. So they they get back after uh, Vicky, Linda Hamilton, and Bert get back to the car. They see it stuffed with fucking corn. They done fucked their car all up with corn. First of all, I want to know how you fuck a car up with corn stalks. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. What are you going to do, stick it in my motherfucking tires? Like, come on, dude. We ain't riding a bike. You can't make me flip. You can't stop my engine from stuffing it with corn stalks. Pull that shit out. And you know, they flatten the tires and stuff. They do everything they, they do to try, to try to get away. Well, they run up on these two kids. And it, the two kids is uh Joby and I, I think Sarah is the other one's name. And she's got this gift. Uh Jay Bruno, welcome to the podcast, man. Talk about children of the corn, 1984. Uh Sarah has this gift of sight, is what they call it. And she draws all these fucking pictures, and whatever she draws comes fucking true. And so, Job, or Joby, and his sister are in this house, and they're not supposed to be listening to music, uh, not supposed to be playing board games. I mean, it's like goddamn Footloose. Like, you can't do shit in the town. So, I guess they're fucking rebelling, and Malachi comes in, throws down this fucking knife in the middle of the board like precision and tells tells on. Tells them that, you know, that they're listening to shit. And he's like, It's fucking forbidden. And Malachi is telling him, Motherfucker, you listen to me. I'm the one that he chose. He who walks behind the roads is is my motherfucker. And you you can't fuck with him. He t- I, I'm the one, and calls him a blasphemous and all this, and tells him basically listen to him. And so as they're they're running, and trying to get these kids to get the fuck up out of there, Linda Hamilton of course gets her fucking ass caught because they should have left. Like, I don't give a fuck, dude. Like, if I'm driving through a town like that, and they, I mean, they need some gas, hey, siphon that, siphon that motherfucker. Didn't you Didn't you grow up in the 80s, you know what I'm saying, the 70s? You're not a siphon gas. Come on, man. We all did that shit. And they don't. They just end up getting fucking stuck and trying to, you know, almost fucking themselves. And so... The Dr. Burt, he's, he's fucking stabbed. He's fucked up. They got Sarah, uh, or not Sarah, but Vicky, Linda Hamilton. They got her, and he's trying to find them. So the two kids, uh, Joby, Sarah, they take him to where they have Vicky and shows them what's, what's going on. Well, they've got this bitch on a corn cross. Like, you're on a fucking corn cross. She's fucked. You got to do something. And Malachi, Courtney Gaines, tries to overthrow Isaac. And tells him, and it's, praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hey, man, I'm sorry, buddy. But what you doing? I ain't got nothing I've ever heard about praising God or the Lord. I ain't, I ain't heard none of that. And I, I grew up I grew up Catholic until I was ten, and then my parents said "fuck it" and went to a, a, a non denominational church. So that's uh neither here nor there. But I mean, yeah, I ain't never heard heard no shit like that. So the big thing is they're gonna go rescue her and get. Everything under control. So Isaac, by getting the Outlanders and all the kids together, he uh, he gets ba- he gets th- overthrown by Malachi. Malachi tells them all that he's a deceiver and he he's basically fucking like lying to you. So the all the kids, the children of the corn, get Isaac. Isaac's fucking freaking out, and he's like yelling, and it's the funniest fucking shit. Because he's got this little voice, Ma, come on, put me down. Oh, come on, don't fuck don't fuck me up. <laughs> and and I just dude, I always laughed at that part. I thought that shit was so fucking funny. Hilarious. And I guess that's bad. But he kinda deserved it, the little weird looking motherfucker. And <laughs> all right, man. Saraton appreciates for, for timing in, Bubba. Um so as he goes out, man, they, they strap oh uh Isaac up and he's on a fucking corn cross and he who walks behind the rose is coming down the road. It looks like a fucking graboid. From Tremors, is coming after this little motherfucker and blows his ass out the fucking ground, and it, it just it he disappears, and so all the kids are kind of scared and shit, and uh, the doc Bert he he get he goes in, he's with Sarah and Joby, and he's got a little knife and he's gonna take over Malachi and he jumps. Uh, jumps in the circle out in out in the middle of the corn. They got this little circle made, and he's telling them, "What what are you what are you doing? You've killed your fucking parents." Sorry, Bubba, Bert. They're not gonna take no fucking discipline from from any adults. So you might so you might as well save your breath. And it's I don't know, man. Like I I would not them kids wouldn't have got over on me. Like, buddy, you, you gonna have to you're gonna have to jump me with about ten motherfuckers and and with all of them bladed up and fuck me up because I'm not going out like that. SO ass. I'm going out murdering fifteen, twenty fucking kids and Malachi. So but he so he gets into it with him and he's he's trying to stop all this shit and, you know, stop the sacrifice of of his, his girlfriend Vicky and and get er you know get the fuck up out of there and say you know basically save all these kids and then you have Amos which is supposed to be this blood sacrifice dude and he's got this damn pentagram on his chest. And he's so fucking happy. He's like, oh, it's my day. He who walks behind the rose is fixing to come and get me. Woo-hoo. And no, it's not a fucking woo-hoo. It's a fucking oh fuck. Because you don't know what the fuck he who walks behind the rose is. I mean, seriously, it looks like a graboid from fucking tremors coming after your ass. And so nighttime hits, they they go off, they take off running uh, and try to find a way to destroy what's going on. Well, Joby tells him that the blue man, the cop, his idea to burn the field, he goes over to this water well that waters the corn. He's going to take the, the pipe and put it down into uh, a fuel thing that has gas. Or kerosene or whatever the fuck. Something flammable. And let it spray the corn and set the motherfucker on fire. And he does that. But in in the time that he does that, he who walks behind the rose makes himself known. Again. And it's it's definitely not a fucking graboid. It's a weird fucking demon. They never show it. They just show that it will fuck you up. And... Yeah, it's it it does. It, it it fucking wants all all the adults and wants to sacrifice. So they get this rigged up and it starts spraying shit and uh he he gets the Dr. Burt gets back in, you know, he he runs into the the corn to throw this bottle of of alcohol or whatever the fuck's flammable and set the shit on fire and it doesn't work. And he gets into it with Malachi again and ends up whooping dude's ass. Finally, finally, and it's nighttime and all these kids are freaked out because they see something coming through the corn and it's Isaac and Isaac's got these two little horns out of his fucking head and his hair's all fucked up and he's blown all the shit and My favorite fucking line in the movie is when he turns around, he's like, he wants you too, Malachi. And, you know, of course, Malachi Courtney Gaines is freaking out. He's like, no, 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 and grabs him up and they suck his ass under the ground. They're trying, you know, uh, Dr. Burt gets Sarah or uh, Vicky down, gets Sarah and Joby out of the out of the fucking cornfield. They start spraying it. They set it on fire. And it's this crazy fucking thing, man. Like the the special effects was (laughs) shit for 84. But I mean, we didn't know any fucking better. Hell, I was like 11 years old, so I didn't know any better. I thought that shit was cool. And it shows a, like a demon coming out of the ground, growling, and it's on fire, and it's blowing everything up, and um, just you know, really, really, fuck, you know, fuck shit up. And so they they get away, and uh, with of course, I uh, got Vicky; she's fucked up mentally. Uh, oh, boy, Bert! you know, he's done took a damn stab to the fucking shoulder or chest, really. And But he's a doctor, and they walk away, and you know, it's it's the, well, what are we going to do with these two kids? Maybe they can come stay with us and all this shit. And time to take off to fucking Washington. And, yeah, that's it, man. And it it just there's so many different parts of this movie. There's creepy. There's mystery thriller. So it, it, it definitely, and the, and the, the real, the real crazy thing is there was not a lot of fucking blood in this movie. The real rock. Welcome to the podcast, bro. Uh, there wasn't, they didn't use a lot of blood, and it, you know, it wasn't no blood and gore, and, you know, they did enough just to make the movie real, as real as they could, and even with the murdering of all the parents, you know, they were poisoned, some of them, you know, some of them were fucked up, but it wasn't all this, this guts and gore and Rob Zombie shit, you know what I mean, I mean, I ain't dogging Rob Zombie, don't fucking trip. Don't trip, I ain't dogging Rob Zombie. You know, I fuck with Rob Zombie. He's a good dude. I met him in person. He, he's, he's really a, a down-to-earth motherfucker. Not a big fan of his wife's acting, though. Not gonna lie. I mean, hate if you want, I don't care. But, yeah, it, it just, uh it, it just, it, it it was something so fucking different. Straight out of the mind of weird-ass Stephen King. You definitely can believe that shit. And it took me and my friends to another level. So where we lived at, I mean, we lived in the bricks. We didn't live in the sticks. So when we drove out to the back roads to do our shit, smoke weed, drink a little bit, we had to pass a couple cornfields. No, no. There was no stopping in that shit. I had a buddy of mine who was like, Man, let me pull my truck back there. We can go back there and just sit in the bed of the truck. And I was like, "Man, fuck you. We keep driving." And honestly, we picked a graveyard to go to instead of a fucking cornfield. Now, how weird is that? That's I mean, that show you how fucked up it fucked us up. And yeah, it was just it was definitely for '84. It was primo like scared the fuck out of me. And I I watched it the other day and still got creeped the fuck out. You are still not going to get t sean in a fucking cornfield at all. Picking corn, walking through corn, burning corn, cutting corn, whatever the fuck I'm not doing. It. Not doing it. So it, but yeah, the movie is fucking it it, it, it was great. It's a great fucking movie, and oh man, dude, I'm seeing the time I don't a little bit. Now I want corn. <laughs> shit, you know, I almost got. I was at the point to where I didn't even want to eat corn. You know, like like because the I mean, corn is it haunts you when you eat corn. Corn not only is in front of your face, but it's also in the toilet after you shit. And don't tell me you don't look the mother down at the toilet after you fucking shit. Don't tell me. Nobody, everybody does that shit. You're going to see peas and corn. There's, there's things you are definitely going to fucking see. So they come back. like a fucking ghost. You can't kill corn. You cannot kill corn. Even your ass can't kill corn. So, like, yeah, man, I was scared of corn too, man. I still am scared of corn. <laughs> when the fuck did I eat corn? Hey, man, dude, I love Austin Powers, man, good plug. Uh, but, so, I'm looking at the time, guys, and you, if you listen to the show, you know what the fuck that means. It is Smoke Fucking 30, and I'm ready to get my fucking smoke on. I don't know about y'all, but join in with me. If you if you can, today I'm going to be smoking an old school strain that is one of my favorite fucking strains, and it is called Headband, and if you don't believe me, look it up, it's a fucking OG, yes, yes, the Headband is the OG, and while I'm going to, while I'm playing or getting my brain right, I'm going to be playing my motherfucking homeboy, Chad Arms, one of my favorite fucking little jams that dude this got, uh, and it's called Anxiety. So while I smoke, you guys, if you smoke, smoke it up with me. If not, jam out to my guy because we're going to do it. is mocked to you by some fire-ass fucking back. Good lord. Barely. Barely. Cause man, that headband is a fucking ridiculous shit. Ace, welcome to the podcast. Ryan, welcome to the podcast, man. Much love, much love, much love. Uh, just got through playing my guy Chad Arms with the song Anxiety. One of my favorite fucking jams from my guy. Uh, <clears throat> really uh, personal friend of mine and it's I, de- I understand the anxiety could be because you know like i said i suffer from uh oh what's up that's cool um you know i i i have agoraphobia p t s d severe social anxiety uh don't leave my house, but it's i'm functional. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh, I'm trying to trying to work through it, and songs like this, you know, with anxiety, talking about the anxiety, man, mental health. Like again, we are so focused on mental health and show so much love to people suffering from mental health issues. I mean, man, just we understand you. I understand you. I feel you a hundred percent, a thousand percent. And, uh, guys, as I always say, take the time out of your day, man, just to reach out to somebody. Maybe they're not having a problem. Maybe they're just down on their, on their self, down on their luck, having a bad day, or they're not having a bad day. Reach out and tell them motherfuckers, hey, man, just checking on you. Wanted to say I love you or wanted to say what's up or, or seeing if you're good. You don't know that that could change a motherfucker's whole day, whole week. To just to let them know somebody is thinking about them, and it's 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 real, man. The, it's I lost my mother to suicide. Uh, I've lost got so many cousins and family members to suicide. It's crazy. It's crazy. You know. It's you know. It, and do that. You know. Show your people some love. If you if you see. Uh, somebody is, is posting a, a hard status, you know, on their Facebook or on their um, their TikTok or Instagram or whatever, you know, any, any, you know, however, just send them a little message. You never know, man. You can save that person's life by just letting them know a motherfucker cares. So after that, we're going to do what we always do. And we're going to rate this fucking movie. Alright. We always started out, man, with film originality. Got to hit it with the film originality, man. And this one, of course, it came out of the mind of Stephen fucking King, which is not surprising at all. <laughs> at all. But, I, man, original as fuck. I have not seen anything like that. I mean, you know, Village of the Damned or whatever. That I mean, that was a few kids. This is a town full of motherfuckers who killed their parents, who are worshiping this little fucking midget in a yellow wolf hat, and and he who walks behind the fucking roads. I'm not, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's cool. You know, dudes. He's, he says, he's saying all this shit. He's a prophet and all this, man. But, you know, it's it's just, yeah, it's fucking, it's wild. So, to, to show these kids uh, to go to an extent of murdering every fucking adult in Gatlin, it, that's, yeah, pretty fucking original to me, man. So, I'm going to give it a nine. Uh, just, just because there was a book and this is the movie made off the book. So I'm going to give it a nine on the the film originality. (laughs) Now I'll tell you what, I'm going to give it a 9.5 and I'm going to give it a 9.5, man. Because it was, yeah, they did a hell of a job. Uh, cinematography, uh, the cinematography was, it was good. It was shot well. Uh, a lot of steady cam shots, a lot of, uh, now, there's, of course, it's 80-fucking-4, probably shot in 83, so, oh, man, much love, bro, morning, you original master, stay cool, hey, brother, you know, I'm a, I, I always try to stay cool as a corpse, baby. I try I try to stay cool as a corpse, homie. And uh I, I really appreciate that love. And that's prison trump. Hey I, I don't trust any politicians, brother. I don't trust all. I don't trust the government. Cause man, that that's the that's the matrix. Motherfuckers <laughs> get you lost. Uh but yeah, much love, much love. And uh so next we're gonna go well cinematography. Cinematography. Uh, I'm gonna give the cinematography a eight, uh, just because it was you know 1984. Uh, things have gotten a whole lot better, um, and it, it could have been shot a little better. I don't know. I mean, eight's pretty good. You know, eight's pretty good. So you know they, yeah, they get a fucking eight. That's what it is. <laughs> so uh, characters, uh, I believe. Now I've never read the book. I've never read the book. My wife, I think, read the book. Uh somebody I know read the fucking book and I asked them how close was the movie to the book. I always do that. Always. And they said it was pretty close. You know, there was a, a few parts missing, but it was, you know, pretty pretty close. So, uh I think the characters they uh they all played a good significant role for the movie. Uh, especially Isaac and Malachi, like man, they 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 done a hell of a fucking job. Courtney Gaines, I, I loved him since then. He was even in Burbs, you know. Oh uh, Hans, <laughs> hey Pinocchio, where are you going? <laughs> and he trips that motherfucker, dude. That's the funniest shit, man. But yeah, dude, love Courtney Gaines. Anyway, the characters—I think the—I I think everybody uh, was was chosen well for the part. I think they played their part well, and all their parts meshed excellent with the movie. So I, I'm gonna give it a ten. I'm, I'm gonna run with a ten on the characters. Uh, special effects. Now, again, guys, we're talking about 1984, so the special effects weren't that big. They really weren't that big, and they were cheesy, super fucking cheesy. They even had some CG, uh, which is uh, computer generated images and shit, Uh, like when uh, Isaac got fucked up by (laughs) he walked behind the rose. It's just it was it was was cheesy, it was super cheesy, and uh, but it was eighty four. So, working with what they were working with, I'm going to give it a 7. I'm going to give it a 7. And uh, music score, dude, I'm not even going to get into it, but the music behind this fucking movie was so fucking creepy. So fucking creepy. And the... Oh, type shit, you know what I mean, and you're just, I'm like, what, oh my god, like, even the fucking bitches singing scared the fuck out of me, (laughs) so, yeah, dude, I I mean, 10, it gets a 10 off the jump, uh, the scoring in the movie was, was, was good, uh, for, again, for 84, man, they done a hell of a job, the, the, the stalk, uh, the uh when they're when they're running, when they're about to kill somebody, when uh the it's the taunt. It it's just crazy. So I I, I thought that uh much love ace I appreciate you Bubba for liking the show, homie. Uh so yeah man, the music score, I, I'm I'm gonna run with a nine point five. Nine point five uh, sound quality, yeah, Friday 84 I don't even know if I'm going to do that one, because re- really, I mean, they didn't have the Dolby Digital, they didn't have, you know, the, the surround sound, all that shit. I mean, you know, it was good for its time, so I'll give it a seven. So, you know, I'll, I'll give it a seven. Uh, scares. Scares. How many jumps and scares were in that fucking movie? A lot. Like, quite a fucking few quite a few, and <clears throat> especially when they hit that motherfucker with the car, I mean, nail this little ass, I mean, I'm not going to lie, I kind of giggle, because I'm like, <laughs> you know, like, dude gets walked, and she's, she's like, please tell me that was a dog, no, bitch, that was a children of the corn, a fucking children of the fucking corn, is what we just hit, so get ready for some shit. And I, I just, but it was, it was, it was so, it hit you so fast, it scared the fuck out of you, made you jump. Uh, when Malachi comes busting in the door and catches Joby and Sarah doing their little shit playing Monopoly, and I mean, it, it was kind of spooky. Uh, he Who Walks Behind the Rose, when you see the fucking Graboid looking thing from Tremors coming through the goddamn corn. I mean, shit, get the fuck out the way, move, get out the cornfield, what the fuck are you doing, so yeah, dude, (laughs) scare, so yeah, on scares, man, I'm gonna give it a nine, I'm gonna give it a nine, and I'm really parched right now, man, let, let me grab me some agua, oh, man, Goodness, guys, woo, okay man, so yeah, we'll do a 9 on that, entertainment value, <clears throat> the movie is so entertaining, I mean, I try to watch it as much as possible, right now, it's it's free on Tubi, uh, I'm not sure, and I believe you can watch it on YouTube for free, I believe so, don't don't take me it 100%, but Google it and check it out, but it's definitely on Tubi for free right now, and that's a free app, it's one of my go-to apps, uh, so yeah, man, guys, download the fucking app, Tubi, if you haven't, if you have Tubi, look up Children of the Corn, and it's gonna be a red background with a fucking big-ass sickle with these corn people, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, entertainment value, 10, it's, it's, it's a, it's a 10, a fucking 10! (laughs) <laughs> so uh we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wrap up the the uh rating for this and we're gonna go ahead and give Children of the Corn a nine. I mean again you not they it ain't Bo Darry, a ten, but we're gonna give it a nine. And it's definitely worth watching, guys. Go and check this fucking movie out. It's uh it stuck with me since nineteen eighty four. I still watch it to this day and I am about to be fifty years old. So yeah. From eleven to fifty, that's uh, I only went I only got to the ninth grade, so I don't that's a lot. That's some years, that's thirty something years. But yeah, guys, check check the movie out. Watch it. You will see some actors in there that you're gonna be like, Oh fuck. Oh damn. Like I didn't know he was in this uh, also, if you can get, if you're in a legal state, man, if you're in a legal, not an illegal state, a legal state, get you some headband, try that shit, watch this movie. Uh, now, got to give a shout out to my motherfucking people, man. First, let me let everybody know, guys. Uh, hit us up. You can get us on, on Facebook. It's Facebook, The Horror Movie Hood Review. If you guys have a suggestion of a movie that you want us to review, how you like or how you feel, if you do not like the podcast, uh, something we should add, something we should change. And we we'd love we'd love to know. Uh if you can't get it, you know, if we can't get to you through the Facebook, email us at the horror moviehood review at gmail.com. Also, we have horror movie Hood review at gmail.com again because it's been with the show for 61 episodes. I'm gonna keep it. Uh you can get us on TikTok at Horror Movie Hood Review and Instagram, same thing. The Horror Movie Hood Review. And we shut down our Twitter. I don't honestly, I just don't like that shit. I I I don't like it. I really don't even fuck with TikTok. It's a bunch of uh, Crazy political division, and I don't fuck with it. I love everybody equally, uh, unless you unless you fuck with me. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't give a fuck who it is. I don't give a fuck how much melanin is in your skin, what your, what God you pray to. But it, you fuck with me, I'm I, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put some work in on you. But if not, we can be cool. I love. I, 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 we can be cool as long as you're good people, and good people don't have a color. Good people do not have a motherfucking color. That's the way I look at it, and I'm going to look at it for the rest of, the, the rest of my fucking life. So, um, also, man, guys, go and check out. If you are in the the, tenor, the middle Tennessee area around Nashville, or if you, want to, if you come into town, Murfreesboro, go and visit the Wildwood Reserve Barbershop. Wildwood Reserve Barbershop. Man, it is one of the nicest fucking spots for a barber shop out there. Bottom line, like man, it's it's so it's classy, you get treated classy, plus you you can get you a warm ass fucking relaxing shave and get you get you some trim. And I'm not I'm not talking about no usy. I'm talking about your hair trim. But I don't know. You might be able to get you some. Uh, but I, I'm fucking with you, man. But uh, it's, they're a hell, hell of a barbershop. Uh, you can also check them out on www.wwbarbershop.com. And they sell all kind of different products from beard uh, oils and beard balm, uh, natural sea salt, uh, Just just cool, cool shit like that, and again, if you go by, they've got so much stuff, memorabilia and, and things, they even have a fucking pool table, so, you know, while you're waiting to get cut, you can go play some fucking pool, you know what I mean, and it, it, it's, that's what's up, man, so definitely go check them out, again, the Wildwood Reserve Barbershop, man, and that's 1330 Northwest Broad Street, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Again, you can also look them up online at www.wwbarbershop.com. Also, got to give a shout out to my fucking people, man, TriStar Marketing Solutions. If you want your independent business to do a thousand times better than what it it has been doing, and you need that boost to keep, and also will keep you updated on how well you're doing. How well your 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 business is booming after they start marketing it for you, and it Wildwood Reserve uses them. We use them. Um, numerous other. I can't even say how, how many other businesses use them. But uh, it's he's a hell of a guy. Started by uh, John Wiser. Um, amazing. That's, that's my family. But. It's also my business guide, but you can te- also check them out at Uh I believe you can get them on tristarmarketingsolutions.com. Uh, the .com I don't know is up yet, but I know they were working on it. So again, that's, you know, just a little something to throw out there. Uh, also guys, Go and check out Over the Top. It's a TV or a, a movie review with my guy Chad Arms that we played on Smoke Break. And it's called Chad and Tony. And uh, Over the Top. It's it's fucking hilarious. Man, these, these two mesh so well. It, it is hilarious. You can also check out Chad Arms TV on YouTube and see he's... Interviewed some of the best artists out there um, and some good interviews, some very good interviews, man. So uh, also you can go download his music, Chad Arms. uh, That's that's Chad, A-R-M-E-S, and he's got so much music and that shit's fire. And again, I'll publish this so you guys can check out the full live and get all this information as well two you can go and get my shit uh it's t and track bastard my homeboy b who makes my intro uh it's, it's my fucking dude man he's he's It's he's, my ace my ace in the hole man but uh but yeah it's called the first album is concrete or lead the second album is called mentally ill and they're out on all media platforms so go check that shit out it's it's music it's real good feel good music and you're going to definitely feel it and i'm not saying it because it's my shit but well yeah i am saying it because it's my shit but it is fucking dope it is dope and uh so yeah I man, guys go check that out um and that that's about it that is about it man um yeah, uh shout I wanna give a, a, man a rest in peace, man. We lost a great dude yesterday. Um my homie Cushy. Man, I, I hate that. Rest rest easy, brother. Rest easy. And uh we uh we, we miss you. We miss you and we love you, man. And uh but yeah, for for, for all my people out there, man, hope you have a great fucking weekend. Uh Relax, watch some horror movies, smoke some weed, get some head, give some head. Just do your thing, guys, and be fucking safe. You know, be safe. That, that's the important thing. Again, uh, on the mental health thing, guys, reach out to that <clears throat> to that person that you think might be having a hard time or a hard day. You could change that person's life with just a, hey, hey man, just wanted to check on you. Just wanted to tell you I love you. If you need me, holler at me. That helps so much. I know. I deal with the fucking shit myself. I deal with it. And when I have somebody hit me up, hey, bro, just want to tell you I love you, man. That brightens my fucking dark ass day. So you guys do it for somebody else. And I appreciate you. I appreciate all the listeners, everybody joining in. Like, we had hell, we had fucking... Quite a few people, so many I couldn't say what's up to, but that's, man, that's a blessing because I do this for y'all. We're all over, we're 47 fucking countries, guys, 47 countries, so everybody all over the world, even if you can't understand me, I know you understand, I fucking love y'all. I fucking appreciate y'all, and because you're the reason I do it, you're the reason I do it. Plus to give my bored ass something to do. So, guys, everybody have a great fucking weekend, man. Great weekend. Be careful. Watch Children of the Corn. Like I said, it is on Tubi right now for free. So, take advantage of that while it's on there and go check it out. Let me know uh, what you think by hitting us up. Like I said, email the horror movie hood review at gmail.com, dot Horror movie hood review at gmail dot com. You can go to our Facebook, and that's the horror movie hood review at face from Facebook. Uh, same thing with our TikTok horror, except it's horror movie hood review. I uh, I lost the fucking password to the horror movie hood review. I get high all the time, <laughs> so. But, uh, yeah, man, guys, have a great fucking weekend, man. Much fucking love. Uh, much much love to my producer, Chris. Thank you for always hanging in there with me, man, uh, and helping keeping this l- little thing we got going afloat. Uh, you'll definitely appreciate it. Shout out to my homeboy, B. Uh, love you, brother. Uh, and that's it, man. So, guys, have a great fucking weekend. And, as always, much love and peace.